Hi, I'm Arlen Walker, and I am live from Pelham's Wasteland. Today, I am going to start a project that I have uh, been working on for the past couple of days now, which is that I think it would be fun to do a solo role-playing campaign using the Pendragon and Paladin rules set. Um, and in particular, I have a number of resources that are sort of used for that. So the first thing I'm going to do is talk about my resources, talk about what I'm going to use for the game, and then I'm going to generate a character um, using the Paladin rules. So stay tuned for that. So let's talk first about resources. So the first thing that I do is I've got um, my... Uh, stuff, my my basic rule books. In this case, I'm going to use Paladin Warriors of Charlemagne as the basis for most of my stuff, um, just because basically because I think that the character creation in Paladin is a little more interesting than in Pendragon 5.2. It gives you kind of Characters that are, are a little wackier, a little more out there, have some kind of odd skills that they happen to be good at and that sort of stuff, um, which I like. Um, I think it's it's a cool system. It also um, is a little more... Uh, there's some cool stuff in Paladin that I'm hoping to try to use. I'm going to make some rule changes. So, for instance, the... Um, the trait bonuses in Paladin are based on having 90 um, of the total traits. Uh, you add up, I think, eight traits, um, maybe six traits in Paladin. And um, let me count them. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six traits in Paladin if the total is 90 plus and you have another passion at 16 plus you get the um specific specified bonus um i am i don't think going to um i think i'm going to say 80 for that instead of 90 because that's uh what Pendragon Fifth does, and that makes those more achievable. I'm also gonna I'm gonna change the attribute generation system a little bit to give better attributes for my character, um, and I'm gonna I think I'm gonna change the the aging up rules a little bit to give a better chance of being successful because I'm gonna only have one character, so I feel like I need better skills than otherwise. Um, the other stuff that I'm using, in addition to Paladin, which already has, I think, a pretty robust setup for solo play because you have personality traits and passions, um, you also have... Um, so I also have um, the Mythic Game Master book, Mythic Game Master Emulator, which is basically a... Um, somewhat complicated chart to say based on how likely something is and how kind of chaotic the world is right now, how likely is X thing to happen? Yes or no. So you ask a yes or no question and you get a yes and a yes, a no, but I think, or a no and 
I don't remember if uh, how much there is of yes and and no but and all of that sort of stuff, but it's definitely at the core yes or no with varying odds of it being yes or no based on um, how likely you think the thing is and also how um, there's a what's called a chaos rank, 1 to 10. Higher chaos rank means things is more chaos. Things are more likely to happen. Um, and the idea is that you advance the chaos rank up one for every scene where things are getting more chaotic, the characters are less in control, and down one for every scene where the characters are more in control. Um, I don't know how much I'm going to use that just because I don't have a lot of experience with it, but I think it would be fun to try it out. The big thing that I've been using is what's called the Adventure Crafter, which is also by... I think the company is called Word Mill. The Adventure Crafter is this really cool system for crafting adventures with a whole bunch of different plot points that are divided between different um, themes. And you choose like how likely you want each theme to be within your given adventure. And then you roll a d10 and you say, okay, well, that determines that this theme and you roll a d100 for the specific event and you create scenes and turning points and all of that sort of stuff out of these plot points and it, it is really cool um and i'm probably going to do a full review of it at some point but basically i um generated up three adventures with that. And I'm assuming that each adventure, like in um, Pendragon and Paladin, each adventure is going to be about a year or uh, an adventuring season, I suppose, is the better way to put it. It's basically the summer and then the rest of the time is spent doing other things. Um, so I have these, uh, these adventures, um, which is pretty cool. So I've got a, um, a whole set, these three adventures that I've done up so far, and it's really easy to create more. So assuming that this is um, successful and fun, I will do some more. But the first thing we need to do, so that's the, the kind of resources. Now what we need to do is actually make the character. So I'm going to talk through everything I do to make a paladin character that would be sir sagraham so stay tuned for that so generating sir sagraham um i have put in sir sagraham is the name he's going to be aged up to the age of 24 he is son number one his culture is pelamite because we're gonna play in my kind of custom setting of pelham land um, so now what we need to do is do family characteristic, the very first table. Um, oh, I need to do a little bit more. I need to put Duke Glavel as liege lord. So typewriter, liege lord, Duke Glavel. Duke Glavel of Vestrigals. Of Vestragals. Vestra. Vestragals. All right. So now what we need to do is roll on the very first table, table 1 1 in the Paladin book, Family Characteristics Males. This is a 1d20 roll. 
And we got a 12. Light-footed and elegant, plus 10 dancing. So I'm going to go down to dancing and put plus 10. That's interesting. Did not expect that, but that's pretty cool. Family saint. What is the family's patron saint? Table one, three, eight. Saint Helena, the saint patron saint of widows, and that gives plus two on love family. So we don't have a um, spot for the patron saint, but I'm going to do typewriter love family plus two home hand and now we need to do uh, we're not going to do directed traits and passions I'm not going to worry about the battle cry right now um, I'm not going to give um, Sagraham a retinue just because he's playing solo um, so I think that means that we are down to father's class so, Father's Class 1, D20 on Table 1, 4, 18, a Mercenary Knight. So, we get for that 10 skill points, 10 skill points, as well as Sword plus 3, any other melee weapon plus 3, Sword plus 3, any plus 3, Um, cruel plus three. Cruel is one of the traits plus three. Uh, glory 100. One roll on the Frankish birth gifts table and starting outfit two. And then it also has a modifier for the page training roll. So starting outfit two. Um, Outfit two and a plus two plus three modifier on the page training roll. We don't have a lord or officer's father. Um, father's survival. We will roll one d twenty. A ten is father living. All right, page education, 1d20 plus 3 is 5 plus 3 is an 8. Great monastery. So, chirurgery plus 2, eloquence plus 2, chirurgery plus 2, eloquence plus 2, fairy lore plus 2, languages plus 2, uh, fairy lore, fairy lore, where is, am I just not, uh, seeing it? Why isn't it on here? Um, fairy lore plus two. I see folklore plus two. Falconry. I do not see fairy lore for some reason. I do not know why. So let's do folklore plus two because that's relatively equivalent. Um, languages plus two. Reading and writing plus three. 
Um, religion plus two, singing plus two. Religion plus two, singing. Plus two. Passion, love, God, plus one, and glory, plus 50. Love of God, plus one, and glory, plus 50. Plus 50. All right. That is our Sagraham at the Great Monastery. Cultural modifiers. 1d3 energetic, 1d3 generous, and 1d3 valor. So I'm going to roll... 3d6, and that is 232. Two. So, two energetic, three generous, two valorous. Plus two energetic, plus three generous, plus two valorous. And then plus one honor and plus one love of God, plus one honor. Love of God goes from plus one to plus two. Plus one to all six Christian religious traits. So plus one to chaste, plus one to forgiving, plus one to merciful, plus one to modest, plus one to temperate, and plus one to trusting. Homeland modifiers. I'm just going to use the Arden modifiers from the book. Um, there are other modifiers, but the Arden is kind of a, a hilly, forested region, and that's sort of what I've imagined Vestrigales is like. Plus 1d3 to each of hunting, temperate, modest, and suspicious. Hunting, temperate, modest, and suspicious. So 4 plus 3 to hunting. Plus 3 to hunting. Plus one to temperate. That brings us up to plus two. Plus three to modest. Brings us up to plus four. And plus one to suspicious. Brings us down. We already had plus one trusting, so that brings us down to no modifier on trusting. Attributes. Um, so what I'm going to do is, uh, 3d6, drop the lowest plus three for the attributes instead of 2d6 plus three. So, um, two, 3d6, drop the lowest plus three. 3d6 is a seven size 10. Dex plus three is 11. Strength. Reroll that because that's terrible. Um, nine plus three, 12. Con. Four, three, seven, 10. And appeal. And 13. All right. And then I get a couple of points to add to that. An additional five points to your attributes. Um, with a maximum of plus three 
um, maximum of plus three to any given um, attribute. So I'm going to boost. So first off, I'm going to boost size to 12 and strength to 15. That seems reasonable enough for now. And then I'm not going to calculate my derived attributes yet. Um, because they're likely to change as I hopefully upgrade Sagraham. All right, derived statistics, distinctive features, personality. Do, 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 traits. 2d6 plus 3. Um, for the left-hand side, add any modifiers. I'm going to do the same thing to give Sagraham higher traits. 3d6, drop the lowest, plus 3. So that is 11 plus 3 is 14, plus 1 is 15 chased. That's pretty good. 3, that's 9, plus 3 is 12, plus 2 is 14 energetic. That's pretty good. Six plus three is nine, plus one is 10 forgiving. Average. That's 11 plus three is 14, plus three is 17 for generous. Eleven for honest. What are we going to get for that is 12 for just. Do, do, do. We had, oh, the merciful and the cruel modifier partially cancel out, so it's plus two cruel. And then that is um, 10, 13 minus two is 11 merciful. Modest is plus four, so hoping for big. Two plus two plus three is only seven. Plus four is 11. Ten, 13, prudent. Temperate. 12. Uh, plus two is 14 temperate. Trusting. Six, nine trusting. And valorous. Eight, 11, 13 valorous. All right, and then I'm going to type out the, the other sides too. So five, six lazy. 10 vengeful, 3 selfish, 9 deceitful, 8 arbitrary, 9 cruel, 9 proud, 7 reckless, 6 indulgent, 11 suspicious, and 7 cowardly. All right, that is all of the traits. Now we need um, passions. 
So honor, generous plus just plus valorous divided by three. Just is 12. Generous is 17. Valorous is 13. So what is that? 16, 13, 13, 14. 14 honor? Yeah, 14 plus 1 to 15 honor. All right. Love Charlemagne, 2d6 plus 3. I'm going to do the same thing. The 3d6 dropped the lowest. That is 12 plus 3 is 15. Love of Charlemagne will actually be Love of King Pelham in Pelham Land. Um, but that is... Uh, we're using the same, basically the character sheet already has Charlemagne written down. So, um, love a family, 1d6 plus 10 minus sun number. So that is 13 plus 2 up to 15. And love of God is lowest religious trait. So that's 15, 10, 11, 11, 14, 9. 9 plus 2 is 11. All right. Now we need uh, standings. Um, doo -doo -doo. Other passions. Oh, do we get any modifiers to these? No. No modifiers to traits or passions as far as I can see. Um, no, no extra points to spend. All right. Charlemagne, standing Charlemagne, lowest chivalrous trait, 14, 17, 12, 11, 11, 13. So that is an 11 standing with our Lord Duke Glavel is valorous 13 standing with the family is honor of 15. Standing with retinue is generous of 17. Standing with the church is love of God, which is 11. And standing with the commoners is merciful, which is 11. All right. Now we need skills. Um, so I'm not going to do the D6, multiple D6 drop the lowest thing on skills. I'm just going to do them as is, uh, mm, Frankish base skills, men, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 ordinary skills, 12 courtly skills, and one, two, three, four, five, six, 12 combat skills. So nice division right there. Oh, I found fairy lore. I was just blind. Um, so I'm going to move folklore up to fairy lore. Um, all right. Awareness, 1d6 plus 3. That is a 6. Treasury is naturally 0. So that is actually a 2. Fairy lore starts at a one, so that's a three. Um, to do, do first aid, two d six plus three, two d six plus three 
is eight. Eight. Folklore, 1d6. A five. Five. Do, do, do. Horsemanship, 2d6 plus three. That is an 11. An 11. Hunting, 2d6 plus three. An eight, eleven plus three is fourteen. Industry is a zero. Recognize is one d six. One. Religion is one d six plus two. That's a six. Stewardship, 1d6, and swimming, 2d6. Stewardship, 1d6 of 5, and swimming, 2d6 of 8. All right, now on to courtly skills. Courtesy, 1d6 plus 3. That is a 9. Dancing, 1d6 plus 10 for my family trade is 5, so that's 15. Eloquence, 1d6 plus 2 for my background is a 6. Falconry, 1d6, no modifier, is a 6. Gaming is 1d6, no modifiers, that is a 5. Heraldry is 1d6, no modifier. That is a three. Intrigue, 1d6, no modifier. Two. Languages is a one, so with plus two, that brings us up to three. Play instruments, 1d6. Six. Reading and writing starts at zero, so that's just a three with my plus three. Romance 1d6 and singing 1d6. Romance 1d6 is a five. And singing 1d6 is a six with the plus two. All right, up to combat skills. So battle 2d6 plus three and siege 1d6 plus three. So 2d6 plus three is... 10, Siege 1d6 plus 3 is only a 5. All right, um, Axe 2d6 is a 6. Bludgeon 2d6, Dagger 2d6, 2d6, 8, and 7, 8. Seven, spear and polearm, 2d6, sword, 2d6, plus three, spear and polearm, 2d6 is a six. 
And sword 2d6 plus 3 is a 9 plus 3 is 12, plus 3 more on that is 15. Nice. Unarmed half of dex. Our dex is 10, right? 11. So I'm going to round it up to a 6. All right. Mounted stuff. The lance. Lance is 1d6 plus 3, and everything else, bow, crossbow, and thrown weapon are half dex. So 1d6 plus 3 is a 5 plus 3 to an 8. And then bow, 6, crossbow, 6, thrown weapon, 6. All right, what else? Um, I, 22... Almost 23 minutes in. I'm going to pause the recording here, and then I'm going to get back to Sagraham with aging up to 24, because right now he is only 15 years old. Um, so he's going to spend some time as a squire and then some time as a young knight to get up to about the level that I want him to be. So um, thanks for listening so far. Um Stay tuned, and we will finish up the character creation for Sagraham. All right, short break. Um, and I remembered we also need to spend um, the points from our fathers. We got 10 skill points based on our father's uh, class. So you can't spend that to boost boost anything over 15. So the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to spend four skill points to bring awareness to 10. I am going to spend um, two skill points to bring first aid to 10. And then I'm going to spend the last four skill points to bring horsemanship to 15. Um, that spends all 10 of the skill points that we got for our father's class. Um, oh, and I get a plus three on one weapon, one melee weapon that I haven't spent. So I'm going to spend that to bring dagger up to 10. Um, and I think that is everything so far. So now we need to age Sagraham up. So um, every in order to qualify as a knight, you have to have Valorous 13, Honor 10, Standing Lord 10, all of which we have. You also have to have First Aid at 10, Horsemanship at 10, and two Courtly Skills at 10. So we have First Aid at 10, we have Horsemanship above 10, we only have one courtly skill above 10, and that's dancing. So we'll need to boost another courtly skill in order to get there. We also need combat skills. Battle, 10. Two melee weapon skills, 13. And I'm going to vote. So one of those has to be lance at level 10. So we have battle at 10. We have sword at 15. We have dagger at 10. We just need the lance up to at least 10 um, because this is going to be part of the that kind of chivalrous thing. All right, so for each year beyond 15 that you spend as a squire, you may choose two different benefits listed below to upgrade your character. Plus one to an attribute, plus one to one trait, passion, or standing up to a maximum value of 15. 
four skills, plus one to a common skill, plus one to a courtly skill, plus one to a combat skill, and plus one in another freely chosen skill. So everything at 15 is maxed out. So the first thing we're going to do is I'm going to do the first, uh, we have nine years, so I'm going to do three at a time. So first I'm going to do three points in size. I'm going to bring awareness up by three. I'm going to bring courtesy up by three to 12. I'm going to bring battle up to 12 and siege up to six. And then I have three more points to spend wherever. I think I'm going to do uh, three more points into Lance up to 11. All right. Um, that was the first three years worth of uh, aging up. So um, next three years, I'm going to do Valorous up to 15 as well as boosting my size one more to 14. Um, and then I'm going to do... do, do, do uh, skill points again. So I'm going to boost Folklore by 3 to 8. I'm going to boost uh, Eloquence by 3 to 9. I'm going to boost... I can't boost Sword, so I'm going to boost Dagger by 2 to 12, and Lance by 1 to 12. Then I have three more points. I'm going to do three points into reading and writing up to six. All right, that's the next three years. Final three years. Do I want to boost any other stuff? I think I want to do size up to 16 and strength up to 16. Um, that gets me close to getting up to the next level. I don't have any points and cons. Actually, I'm going to leave size at 15 and do con up to 11 just to get a little bit more of that. Um, then where am I going to spend the points? I'm going to spend three points on religion to take it up to nine. I'm going to spend another three points on eloquence to take it to 12. I'm going to spend... One point on battle to take it to 13. Two points on spear polearm to take it to eight. And then I have another three points to spend randomly. I think I'm going to upgrade the bow with two points up to eight. And then I'm going to upgrade my read write by one more up to seven. So that was nine years of upgrading. Um, do, do, do. He does not, I believe, qualify for any uh, of the bonus things for chivalry or, well, chivalry is, chivalrous is pretty good. That's 14 plus 17 is 32 plus 12 is 44 plus 22 is uh, 66 
plus 15 is 76, 81. And I said I was doing 80, but his honor is only 15. So he is not going to qualify. He has 81 points of the chivalrous bonus. So I'm going to mark that down right now, 81. Uh, But he does not have honor of 16. So he is not going to get the two times inspiration bonus for honor or plus three natural armor yet, even though he is uh, quite a chivalrous knight. Um, Okay, calculating out... Some of these uh, derived attributes damage is going to be 5d6. Healing rate strength plus con is 27 divided by 10 is 3. Movement rate strength plus dex divided by 10. 27 divided by 10 is 3. Total hit points size plus con is 26. Um, he also gets some glory for things that are um, cumulative scores over 15. Um, I think, what does he have? He has generous at 17, so that is 16, 17. Um, plus 33. Doesn't have any skills. He has retinue, standing retinue at 17, so that's another plus 33, plus 33. Um, He has strength of 16, so that is plus 16. And he wasn't able to boost his skills, so let me calculate out his starting glory. So that's 150 um, plus 66 is... 216 plus another 16 is uh, 24, 32, 232. All right, so that's his glory before being knighted is 232. Glory before being knighted, uh, and then 232. All right, now we're going to do the knighting ceremony. So um, the vigil and the leap. So this is the first rolls of the thing. So vigil, um, energetic to see if he stays awake, and love of God to see if he prays. So remember in Paladin, what we do is we basically roll a d20 against the number on the character sheet. If it's less than, it's a success. If it's equal to, it's a critical success. If it's higher than, it's a failure. If it's a 20, it's a fumble. So 20-sided diet versus 14 of energetic is a 12. So he makes it, so he stays awake all night. And then we need to do love of God. Love of God's only an 11 to see if he prays. 19, so he does not pray despite being able to stay awake all night. There's no glory award for the vigil. Um, Duke Glaval performs the knighting ceremony, taps him on either shoulder with the sword, strikes him across the face and says, let this be the last strike you receive without recompense. And then we are out into the courtyard. The new knight, armed and armored, dashes outside and leaps into the saddle. 
If he makes it into the saddle without touching the stirrups, the knight is praised and honored. So we're going to make a dex roll. Dex is only an 11 to see if we can complete the leap. And we crit. So we get 10 more points of glory. So we get 1,000 points of glory for being knighted and 10 more points of glory for the leap. We also need a squire. So squire is going to start at age 15, um, and we need a name. So let me, oh, I already did the name before in the adventure writing. So this will be Valeth. Valeth at age, I'm going to start him at 17, say we've been together for a little while. Um, Valeth the squire. Um, specific skills. 2d6 for each skill. Battle, first aid, horsemanship, weapon. Battle, first aid, horsemanship, weapon. 2d6. Battle is eight. First aid is horsemanship. First aid of six, horsemanship of five, and weapon sword of seven. And then we do 2d6 plus 3 for size, dexterity, strength, and constitution. So that is an 11 size. 13 dexterity. A 7 strength. And a 9 constitution. So Valith is not looking super hot compared to Sagraham. Okay, um, I get to roll once on the Frankish birth gifts, which I need to do before choosing the starting outfit because it might boost the starting outfit. So this is another 1d20. 15, upgrade your outfit by one. Awesome. So I get uh, a charger, a roundsy, and one squire. So my... Doo -doo -doo -doo, Valith the squire is on a roundsy... Round C, EY or just Y? Just Y. Best Warhorse type, Charger. Breed. And I'm going to fill in the uh, details for the horse later in a minute. Um, let me change this to say outfit three. What else do we get? I'm going to say this is phase three plus because this is kind of um, that's at the point where there's partial plate that exists and that seems cool. All right. Chain mail and two shields. Chain mail is worth 10 points. So that is 10 plus six. Chain mail. Plus shield two um, clothing. Uh, do do do. I have 
where does it say, where does it have, I don't see a personal gear on horse number two. L in cash. One livre in cash. All right, so then I have one iron sword. War gear. Sword. Spear. How many spears? Just one spear. Dagger. Hammer. Bow. And 12 arrows. Lances. Um, yeah, so I have my war gear, my sword, my spear, my dagger, uh, a war hammer, a bow, and 12 arrows, and three lances. Um, and then it doesn't say what value my clothing is. Um, so... Starting outfit, birth gift, equipment. Um, glorious stories, glory, player night history, death and retirement. I don't need that, obviously. So I think we are all done with Sir Sagraham. Sir Sagraham, who is a um, pretty doughty warrior, pretty deadly. Um, pretty cool stuff. So that is, um, oh, I'm going to write in what his, um, red boar. Okay. His, uh, coat of arms is a red boar. And I just put that in the coat of arms section as text. So, um, yeah, Sir Sagraham, a Pelamite knight, and Squire Valeth are off to adventures. So, um, I'm going to pause the recording here and close out this episode. And then I think I'm going to do the first session of Sagraham's adventures. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. All right. Hope you enjoyed the character creation. Um, wasn't too bad. Sagraham only took about 40 minutes to create, which um, considering how many rollable tables there are and all that sort of stuff is seems like that's not bad. Um, yeah, I am excited to play with uh, Sagraham. So I think I'm going to close off this recording here. This is the, the closing, and then I'm going to start the recording for the first adventure that I wrote up. So um, if you want to get in contact with me, I am at Cows from Powis on Twitter, as well as live from Pelham's Wasteland, anchor.fm slash Pelham's Wasteland here on Anchor. Um, you can even on Anchor leave a voice message, and I will play it and, uh, you know, have 
uh, a bit of your content on my podcast. So that's cool. Uh, otherwise, I've been Arlen Walker. I've been live from Palms Wasteland, and I will see you next time. Take care, everybody.